You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. Uh, Anna T. Gray, my beautiful wife, is with me today. We're going to get down and, well, not down and dirty. No. <laughs> <clears throat> we just got dragged behind a truck. We did. Yes. Emotionally. Yes, it's been quite the week. And so what we're going to do, without going into our sob story, we're, <laughs> we're going to focus on what we learned from this experience, right? It, it wasn't easy. Every time you have to say, this is what I've learned from this experience, you know it was bad. <laughs> and you know you, you know you screwed up. <laughs> you know you might have cried a little bit, right? And you, and you, know, you know you wanted to easy. post some yeah. of those memes. You know, oh. the, you know the people that post the memes, you know? Yes. Right, yes. the the you, you know that behind that meme, there's just like, oh, God, get over it, you know. <laughs> we never learn anything when we're just happy. Passive aggressive, angry meme, right? <laughs> Instead of calling someone and say you're a jerk, you know, I know I'm going to post a meme because <laughs> they follow me, right? Ah, yeah, I follow. Them. That's going to solve everything. Yeah, just the <laughs> passive aggressive meme person. It just makes you feel better momentarily. Yeah. But I think, you know, and, and on that point exactly, I think I, 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 my argument is, is that I don't think it does. No. I think it doesn't make you feel better. I think it makes you feel focused on your bitterness. That's true. I think and, uh, dealing with long, somebody and just saying what you got to say, there. <laughs> bringing the issue to a close and right. walking away. Yeah. Yeah. And either like, you know, this, if it's somebody leaving your life, it's like, hey, you know, I'd like to resolve this. If it can't be resolved, okay, good luck to you. And you just remove somebody Don't let from the your door life. Hit that, you. Yeah, right. Literally. <laughs> but it's just like, okay, that, I don't need that in my life every day. This right. doesn't feel good. And if this is going to be every day with this person, well, you know, yep. I'll, I'll rather not have anybody there. Right. So it should, it should be that way, but it, it isn't. So Otherwise, that, there wouldn't be the amount of memes that we see. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of memes. <laughs> so, obviously, things those, are not being dealt this way. Friday night, Saturday night memes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Drunk memes. <laughs> drunk memes. <laughs> well, no, there's the drunk picture of me in the bar with five of my girlfriends. We're all like tens, right? <laughs> there's why, that one. Why are you saying girls are like that? Why are you just saying five of my guy friends? Well, because the guys are gathered around them trying to pick up the girls. <laughs> <laughs> guys get angry too guys don't stop and say hey dude let's take a selfie let's take a group selfie some do <laughs> okay that's just sad not the guys that I hate those are the guys that I've removed from my life okay right not your generation <laughs> let's take a broken hearted group selfie I was trying too hard to overcome our tragedy you obviously haven't seen all of the group pictures and <clears throat> I think I follow Vegas different pools. people than you do I think I just follow different people maybe so our story, without getting into details, you know, we're foster parents. We've been foster parents for a couple of years now, mm -hmm. um, you know, and these <clears throat> things, you know, being foster parent is, is very challenging. You sign up for heartbreak. You sign up for <laughs> what you think so, is going to be. So and you only find out do it if God calls you, because that's, that's only, that's the only way you can make sense of things. And, and but, but you, it's very gratifying when you, like we've had. Our foster son, Jesse, we've had nine kids in and out of our life at some time or another over the last two years, mm -hmm. right? Uh, two and a half or closing, a little over two years. Yeah. And uh, and Jesse's been there basically the whole time. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so we're very attached. He thinks we're his mom and dad. He doesn't know any different. Right. Um, and and so this, this case is coming to a close. Yeah. 
and or uh, so we were told. <laughs> yeah, well, in what everybody thought. Yeah. And then it took a a, a complete one eighty on us the yeah. other day, and yeah. and it's just like, you know, we went out of there and we're disappointed. I was disappointed. You were disappointed. You know, um, <clears throat> um, his his biological mom, Crystal, who is you know. Uh, done tremendous things with her life. Yeah, really turned her life around uh, since this whole foster thing. Since her son came into care, she's gone from you know the the gangs and the violence and the drugs and the crime and that whole thing, which we in, you know engulfed her whole life. Mm-hmm. You know since she was since she was born. Born. Really. Yeah. And uh, and at thirty two, she's she's completely left, completely left it yeah. and. Is doing some really, really positive things with their life. She was devastated. You know, everybody was devastated because mm-hmm. it's not the way we thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's nothing is resolved at this point. And I, and I think that's number one. That's one of the biggest things is it was supposed right. to be over. Right. One way or the other. We were all ready to be over. And it's just now it's going to drag on for Lord knows how long, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and, so, and so when we came out of there and, you know, it... We we believe in God. We're Christians, right? And and uh, and so we 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 thought all along that this was our calling, right? Mm-hmm. And and we're going to be foster parents and, and and like that. And then and then everything kind of went a different direction to what we thought it was going to go. And right away, it's just like, ah. right? Because uh, I think that's a natural response. Yeah, I think so. It's disappointment and and like. Uh, questioning like how can this even be right yeah like uh, what's your plan god right you know like listen i thought we had a plan <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know? and i did my part yeah, where were you today you know <laughs> but the, but it's that it's that uh, I joke but it, it was almost that level of arrogance right? and until we until we start we talked about it afterwards it kind of deconstructed our thoughts and it's just like no, he's got a. He's just got another plan. We don't know what that plan is. We're not supposed to know what that plan is. We're just supposed to be obedient and serve, right? And that's that's life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like we all feel like we can't control it, and it's absolutely impossible. And the more you try, the more frustrated you get, and the more you post those angry memes, more memes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Friday night group pictures in the bar because, and, a dress. and I do not look good in a dress five drinks in. I think I do. <laughs> I'm ready to take that selfie, but no, I, no, no business. Don't thing. do it. No. The don't next morning, it. Sunday morning, I'm in church <laughs> skimming through my feed and I'm going, why was I wearing that dress? And, and that's, and that's it. Like, um, in every area of our life, uh, we have some sort of control of what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the things we can't control because we can't control other people. You can't, you can control a number of variables. But we think we can. This is the problem. We think we can control other people. So either we try to do it directly yeah, or we do it indirectly, passive aggressively. And we, we feel like we can control, you know, how things are going to go. Like, Oh, if, if I go to school for five years and then I do this and yeah. I, then I'm guaranteed to have a stable life and I'm going to have, you know, my kids and the, and a house and the husband and, you know, and then you talk to somebody that is already in their forties or fifties or sixties and they're like, yeah, no, it's not, it's not going to go how you plan it. <laughs> You're going to get pounded up the carrot a thousand times before. Right. And, and it really nothing, right. I don't know anybody where their life has gone, quote unquote, to plan. You know, it just doesn't. And that's the thing is, is, and this is the thing, like, you know, I I pride myself in having a close walk with God. Mm -hmm. And man, did I miss the mark. Right. On this day. Because it's like, 
it wasn't like, where were you? I wasn't angry with God. It was just like, I just don't understand. Right. And then, and then thinking about it as we were driving away and it came to me and what it was is it's not yours. It's not your yours problem. Control, it's right. not your life. You're just, you know, living the life I gave you to do the things that I want you to do. Right. And I'll let you know how it goes. And so you can't, I mean, you can be, and, and this is the difference. Like you said, it's, there are things we can change. Mm-hmm. There are things we cannot change. Mm-hmm. And the wisdom, I mean, that's a serenity prayer for every right. 12-step group there is out there, right? Right. Is, is uh, courage to change the things I, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, uh, admittedly, that's what I no, lacked it, in this instance, because it just looked to me like, all the rocks were piling up. Hey, we're building the pyramid. And no, we're not. You know, we're, we're actually. And as human beings, <laughs> we are like little toddlers. We just don't like being told no. Mostly you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I, we, I, I interrupted. Sorry. We, we just want things the way we want them to be, mm-hmm. you know. And it's uh, it, when things don't go that way, we get angry and we have our tantrums mm-hmm. and we, you know, we don't understand it because we don't have the perspective because we don't know what's coming next. We don't know. Sometimes we don't understand for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. But if you learn to look for the positive in whatever it is in the most tragic moment or that's how you can move forward. Otherwise, you get stuck. You see so many people stuck. And that's the thing. I, I don't care what it is. Uh, and I'm treading on some thin ice here, but I don't care what it is. There is a positive, you know. <clears throat> now, we may not want to see that in the loss of a loved one or something like that. We may not want to see it. We, It's just so overwhelming, the negative, right? Yeah. But at it's some painful. point in time, when that emotion has, has faded uh, yeah. and diminished somewhat, you know, we can find some positive in that, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, when my grandmother died, she was 97. And, and, and this is the, the thing that it's, it's one of my pet peeves with people that lose somebody that is older mm-hmm. in life is like, oh, well, they lived a full life. Yeah, I'm, you know, in my 50s and I don't know a minute of my life in that half a century where this woman wasn't there and right. talked to her and count, and now that's never going to happen again. Right. You know, so you get nostalgic and you get sad. <clears throat> the thing is, is since she's passed, I've in missing her, I tend to focus on the lessons that I learned from her mm-hmm. and start applying those in my life. So even in her passing, she's still there, but I think the impact that she has is much greater because I'm not worried about her health anymore. I'm not worried about, you know, you're, you know, she was starting to get Alzheimer's, yeah. loneliness, you know, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. And I get to focus on the larger picture, and that is, you know, her life, the impact she had, the, the history that's there, so much that can be learned by her. Right. And, uh, you know, patterning myself uh, behind the, the positives. And so, so, yes, lots of positive came from her passing, mm-hmm. you know, certainly. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think it's the same thing, like with this situation here, you know, it just, we had to step back mm-hmm. and realize that there is a much bigger picture here. And it's not all about Terry and Anna. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about us being foster parents. Mm-hmm. It's us to serve God and he's got another plan. Right. You know what I mean? And when we did step back from that, 
both of us obtained this, and we call it a piece, but it was just like a huge rock boulder had been lifted off our shoulders because it's not my problem. Right. I, I have to do the things that I can do. So I have to be the best husband I can be, the best foster dad I can be, the best healthy guy I can be. I already am the best wife. Best healthy so, guy you can be. And, you know, so <laughs> there's not, I, I can I can spend a lot more time just, you know, getting my nails done and... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure what's funny about that. It's what you do, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's no, exactly you're, you're it. Right. You're right. It's just we, we need to be the best us we could be, be the best in our business, give as much as we can to our customers and as much as we can, you know, of ourselves and build ourselves up and reinvest and learn and grow and do all these kind of things, right? That I can do. And then God will put us where he needs us to to influence and do the things he needs us to do. And that's the hard part because part of the goal of getting in shape is, you know, I'm going to do a photo shoot. You right. know what I mean? And right. and so you get there and maybe it's not to do the photo shoot. Maybe the photo shoot never works out. Maybe you go to Florida and the photographer falls over dead, but you get to do something else and really impact somebody's life. And right. it was never about you and your photo shoot. You know right. what I mean? And so it's just it's just knowing that if things change, there's a book, Somebody Move My Cheese. Well, if somebody moves it, moves your, and it talks about this. Mm-hmm. If somebody moves your cheese, it's not always a bad thing. Right. There's all if you find look for the good in it, look for the positive. It's in not it. easy. It's the hardest thing to do because we want to give it into our emotions, don't right. we? Right. But I wanted this. Right. And and what I found is the thing that I wanted pales in comparison to the thing that I'm gonna have from this whole experience. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's usually in my experience, that's the case. I get focused on this thing over here. You know, there's door number one, two, and three, and, you know, I want to keep the box of cigars, but there's, you know, a pallet of a million dollars and a, <laughs> and a new Tesla yes. sitting under behind door number three, and door yeah. number one won't open, and I'm mad yeah. about it, right? Right. And, and it's like, no, you know, I've got something better for you. you know? Yeah. And, and you see that with, with um, and like you said, Facebook is a great <laughs> place, but... Because that's life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Life is life is it's hard. Always the same people, and they always have the no, same. No, it's needs. not. Uh, it's always the same people. I'm in just my, saying. In my feed, no. <laughs> there's like a handful that's of people. That's because a Facebook, uh, whoever like you see the most or like their right. post. They, it, but w- w- okay, let okay. me finish my I'll thought. Let me that. finish that. Look at all around it. All of our friends and all of our family extended family, whatever. Everybody's going through something big or small. Everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be like today, one of our friends, a relative is sick, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and then, and then, you know, somebody well, you else going. Week, you last week found out that a family member is very, very sick. Family member, very, very sick, you know, um, people going through breakups, mm-hmm. um, their children having problems it's it's always something mm-hmm. and y- you think that once that's over it's going to be over then right. it's going to be no <laughs> it's, it's going to be something else and so if you don't learn to change your perspective you, you can't really it, get through life it controls you you right. think you're controlling it the right. situation right but you're not it's controlling you yeah. and that was the thing when i realized that okay 
you know, because the next problem becomes, okay, our business. And the next problem becomes, well, whatever you know, it is, yeah. do we want to adopt kids? Do we like, cause we have, the, we're licensed for three, right? Yeah. And so we could. We're actually licensed for four. We just have three bags. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> oh my Lord. Okay. I'm not going to try to control that. That's wonderful. Four. <laughs> four pairs of happy feet in the morning. Happy feet. Okay, Jesse started watching the movie Happy Feet. It's the best. All he does now is just tap dance around the house all all the time. Especially in the bathtub and he splashes everywhere. Everywhere. And I can't even like be upset because he's just (laughs) being happy feet. No, but but that's exactly it. You 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 try to control and and on on the topic of you know children, I have an infinite amount of friends close some long distance that are going through infertility and mm-hmm. you know when you are in a in the world of being somebody that is wanting to adopt like we are well we had that issue i mean for years we've been trying and then you know finally <laughs> this stop it and then i told Anna i've had a vasectomy but <laughs> quit it um we, uh, we haven't stopped trying though and what we're, I, not, we're not quitters <laughs> Terry. <laughs> we're not quitters <laughs> No, and you know, and and that's like that's with us. And then there's there's people like all over going through the same. Th- you think mm-hmm. you always the only one right. that want to have children, and you can't or you don't, you know. And and then it's like no, there's literally thousands of people, and so at some point you have to give up control, and you still can do the things that will open doors if that's God's will, but you can't force it. And I think the bigger thing. Was, you know, when we're going through this, you know, and then you found out about your cousin. Yeah. She's got cancer for, it's just the second or third time. Second time. Second time. And last time it was supposed to be terminal. Yeah. And she survived an experimental surgery and, you know. it's been two years only. Right. And the thing of it is, is you called her and talked to her and you're like, oh my God, she's got to be devastated. And she's a tremendous woman of faith and she's very upbeat and positive about the whole thing. Yes. And I'm thinking... Man, could I do that? Right. But the thing of it is, is if you do, the days are so incredible because right. they may be your last. Right. What would you do with that time? And we never know how long we're going to last, no, do we? No. We think, oh, I'm in great health. Mm-hmm. I, nothing's going to happen to me. And then your plane crashes or... Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know. Or you find out, boom, you are got cancer or health problems. Whatever or, it you know, is. Yeah, you just don't yeah. know. And that's just that you can't... We can't predict that. And so we really need to slow the roll and just enjoy the day. And this is really what we came to this week is there's been this, I would call it a constant, you know, mid to high grade pressure for two years with each child that we ever had in our home, right? you know, worrying about these children and, you know, but there's literally you, when you're a foster parent, man, you are, you're just. You're, you're a mushroom, okay, yes. covered in crap and, and left in the dark. And, and that's really what you are. And God forbid you look sideways and, you know, you're demonized for it. And, and, and so it's really, um, it can be very challenging from that sense. And it should be that way. Otherwise, right. you get foster parents that are abusing kids right. and abusing the exactly. system, stuff like that. So yeah. we knew that. We went into it and we accepted that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the thing is, is uh, you really have no, you know, you can love these little kids and you have no control. Like there's a couple of kids that we've had that got, you know, returned and wow, you know, yeah. like 
how can you let this happen? You know, right. but the thing of it is, is it's their children. That's their child. You can't make any sense of it, but you know, because you imagine job. the worst, you imagine right. that they'll, they'll go back and the worst will happen. But well, and, and, and then sorry to interrupt, but the thing of it is, is, you know, you think that, okay, if I really love this child and if I really do this and this and this somehow, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we'll be able to provide for them or, or, you know, something, something will happen so that this child has that for the rest of their life. Right. And, and uh, whether it's from us or somebody else and mm-hmm. uh, like the two girls that we, we had, yeah. we had the opportunity, we could have adopted those girls right. right away, but there was a former foster family and we felt though, gosh, if we were a former foster, foster family and those kids came available, I would want to adopt them. So right. you Liddy fought and scraped and did everything we could for seven, eight months yep. to get them back with that former foster family. Now they're right. going to be adopted there. Right. Uh, and that's the thing that there was no, there, there is no end game in, in the terms of we're going to get a child or not get a child. It's just, are the, you going to do the right thing? Yeah. The gravy's in the, in the, in the daily watching these children develop in in a healthy, loving environment, you know? And, and so it can be very frustrating, but the payback is when you just, Stop trying to engineer everything. Stop trying to control everything and just focus on those kids. There was so much to be happy and thankful for, you know? It's the same thing with Jesse. My gosh, you know, he's got a foundation now that will be with him for life. Absolutely. You know, like he's very, very healthy. His brain is very healthy. He's was delayed when we got him and he's now he's advanced, you know? For the past nine months of therapy and working with him, he's... Yeah, he's advanced. And now you've for been his age. meeting with three therapists, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just a continual flow of therapists, and and after they go, they're just teaching you what to do, and now mm-hmm. you got to do the work. So you did, you know, the lion's share of that. I did a little bit of it, and and uh, it's been all this effort and love and everything put in, and at the end of the day, we may end up with an empty house, mm-hmm. and and that's really hard for everybody else to wrap their minds around. Yeah. But the thing of it is, is and it was hard for us. It was until you realized until that you no, realized that. you were here not for your. Be- God didn't put you here for your benefit. Right. He put you here to serve. Right. So that you could do exactly what you did, and it's like ah, when I realized that, it was just like, okay, right. yeah, I'm good with that because I know this is going to turn out for the best. I know this little boy is going to be okay. You know, exactly. He's not going to forsake him. Right. And he didn't forsake us. We wanted to serve. Mm-hmm. And he let us serve, right. you know? And so, uh, you know, of course, we presumed that if we raised him forevermore, that that would be best for him. But that's not for us to say. And that's exactly it. I was having a conversation with a friend today. And, you know, it, we presume that, but that's not for us but to that, say. But that's one of those things yeah. that, you know, have the wisdom to know the difference. Right. And the wisdom is, is that he's not our child. And if he were, if it was to go that way and, and adoption was offered to us, that we would obviously take that and, and that would be our life and we would do a tremendous job. But if it's not there and offered, there's a reason because there's a, there's something bigger and greater exactly for that child, right? you know, or for that child and his family, you know? And so, and so we just have to accept that. Of course, it's hard, mm-hmm. but will we survive it? Yeah. If well, you can't survive it, you shouldn't do the job. You shouldn't be foster parents. Yeah. And, and. If you can't survive it, how are you going to do life? Because right. <laughs> life is like that. Because you lose kids, you know, you lose, you know, you know what I mean? My, my cousin that is sick, um, her mom, that's what my mom told me, her mom 
is like she doesn't have any health problems, but she is sicker than my cousin because of her worry and her heartbreak. Yeah. You know, my cousin's 40 years old. I can understand. Like, I can imagine. But the thing is, is that if she was looking the beauty in it, she probably would be able to enjoy life with her daughter. But she's going to lose the time that her daughter's still here right. as well as after her daughter is gone. Right. And so that's where the perspective is most important because otherwise you live in fear. So you make today unbearable and mm -hmm. you don't even know if it's, you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. There might be a miracle coming. Well, I like had, the last time, look at, look at what like uh, last she time. survived last time. Right. And she survived four more years. Right? Well, my sister had a friend that her dad was diagnosed with cancer and terminal cancer. And so he was from Italy. All his family was in Italy. That was in Brazil when I was a child. So they went on a family vacation to Italy for him to say goodbye to the whole family. Well, they went back for 10 consecutive years because... <laughs> <Say> goodbye. <laughs> yes. Because every year it was going to be the last. Now That's awesome. Now... It, it is, but it isn't because for 10 years... You're, you're dying for 10 years. You're dying. And so your children, every day they wake up and mm -hmm. they think, oh, this could be my last day with dad. We, we went through that, you and I. When, we I went, had my when heart, you had when your I had heart, heart problems. Issues, yes. So. And so it's like, is that how you want to spend? You're mm -hmm. like, you have all this extra time that well, you thought you didn't have. I spent how long preparing you to be run a business on your own yeah preparing you and at the end of the day <laughs> you didn't die and here didn't we are die and we just lost a couple of years <laughs> right. of of me dying right you know? right and so it <laughs> yeah firsthand right there it's just like you know just enjoy your day enjoy mm -hmm. what you have and and this is the thing that again got driven home at church uh i think last sunday mm -hmm. about gratitude yeah, and and uh, and we've read that in our devotions as well that we do every morning. We mm -hmm. do devotions every morning. That's the best thing, best thing for your marriage, best thing for your day. Yeah, if you want to get rid of your stress and worries and anxiety and all Bible like that. Bible app. Yep, just spend. It's it doesn't even take 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, but we do our devotions together and read a little bit of scripture and we talk about it and and then we start our day. But um, but that's the thing is is uh, this message and I've heard it a couple times now about gratitude. Yeah. And just being grateful. And when you go down the list, you know, as lousy as you're feeling, when you start thanking God for your favorite coffee cup, for your mirror, for, for a bed to sleep in, for, you know, everything, everything that you're surrounded with that we just take for granted, but go down that list, spend five minutes doing that and you just can't feel bad anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's something I've started to practice and it's just... Man, this week has been such a liberating week for me. I just right. feel like I got no stress and I don't have any stress. I got endless patience suddenly. And that's that's what it is. It's just going down Freedom that laundry list of things that boring. I'm grateful for. Yeah. That God's blessed me with, you know. So you're, I hope you're, I ho I hope that this perspective helps somebody because we know that whoever is listening, everybody has something they're struggling yeah. with. And sometimes it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. and honestly we don't want to do it like all i wanted to do was feel sorry for myself mm -hmm. and but the minute that you're able to take a step back and accept that there's there's a plan for all of it and none of it is in our hands you're actually find happiness in 
Everything. Con- control the things you can't control. Mm-hmm. We can do a better job of running our business. We can do a better job with our marriage or fitness or health. Whatever it you is. Know, whatever yeah. it is. We can do a better job of that. But what I is not, I, I'm not in control of whether or not I'm going to live or die today. Right. Uh, I'm not in control of, of anything. It's just like, you know, it's, it's like getting in an airplane and stressing out about everything the pilot does and everything the plane does, as opposed to just closing your eyes and going to sleep or putting on a movie. Right. And just relax and enjoy the next couple hours and you'll land in the city you, you're right. heading off to. And it's like, man, this is great. You know, and right. then get into an Uber and let the Uber driver drive and you can just check out your check all the memes on, on Facebook, you know, and but just relax. And yeah. just it's I'm not driving the bus. Yeah. It's it's that's God's job. Yeah. And just let him drive the bus and. You just do what you do, you know, and that's, I really got a good whack in the pants. And, <laughs> and uh, this week is just, I just decided, hey, I'm not, I'm just going to control what I can c- control. I'm not driving the bus anymore? No, I'm not even trying. I don't even care who's, <laughs> you know, I, I know who's driving the bus, so yeah. I'm not worried about what's going to happen, you know. There you go. But it's the most liberating thing. I feel the same way. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Hopefully that helps somebody. If you've got any questions, my email is tgoodlad at me.com. Be happy to, to uh, answer any questions. See you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening.